Well, hello everyone, and welcome to episode 35, I believe, of the What the Sheep podcast, where we will be breaking down and discussing episode 125 of Campaign 2. This was quite a juicy, lore-filled episode, and there is so much to unravel. So, without wasting any time whatsoever, well, actually, first... We started a, we, first. We started a couple minutes late because Alan and I were were just gushing over the 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 the, the, the uh, mighty vibes, the mighty vibes art. Oh, so cute. Yeah. We love Grog and Pike, and we had potential to maybe see them this episode, depending on where they are in the world. You know, if they were in Amon, maybe we could have. Uh, you know. Like but that. not to jump ahead. Anyway, not not to jump on. ahead. Come on, jump ahead. Because we don't we don't jump ahead on this podcast at all. No. no. Um. But let's start off with uh, Yusa. They uh, arrived back in the tower, and Yusa had some help. Not really any new information to give. Um. Since he's kind of new to all of this, uh, you know, Isocross Aor stuff as well. Um. Yeah. But. What I was sad about was that he wasn't going to be actively helping them, you know, going to Aeor to help them and do his own, conduct his own research and stuff. He's very much on his, uh, in the mindset of self-preservation, which is understandable, but it would have been nice to yeah. see Yusa in action. Did you, do you kind of think with Yusa, I felt like at this session, he's now gotten to the point where maybe not necessarily seeing the Mighty Nine as equals, but like he's acting... A lot more relaxed around them it was kind of like the essic effect of like yeah. essic was super uh commanding and super um in charge whenever he was dealing with the mighty nine and now he's kind of seen on their level i felt the same with yeah. yusa like yusa was very um in control he was like their their elder in terms i guess of skills and things like that and now he seems like he's kind of on their level again like he's talking to them so much more casually and so much mm. more um less authoritative authoritatively yeah um <laughs> Yeah, so I'm yeah, no, that's interesting. That, like, yeah. Um, but no, so good to like see him. Uh, I found it interesting that he said he'd been back in the Happy Onboard like two more times. That's pretty funny. Yeah, and I, I think it's kind of because you said then, you know, explained how, you know, I've been in there two times. So while they haven't seen each other, for several weeks in real time for Yusa, it may have only been like a couple days since he's seen the party, yeah, yeah. which is kind of wild to think about, which yeah, is still... <laughs> Maybe he's still feeling a little bit like, oh, these guys had to come save me. Like, um, I, I fucked up. Like, these people, these people helped me, um, which would be pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, but I, I've, I've liked seeing their relationships progress with these various you know very powerful allies that they have um we saw you know obviously you were talking about with essek that relationship oh. grew um with uh, yusa obviously the, mo the mo most prominent one right now but then again not to jump ahead in this episode but then seeing the dynamic sort of balance out between bow and dyron and also kind of bow and udala in a way yeah. Um, there's a lot more respect being shown both ways now, and it's it's yeah. super cool to see that not only is the pow is is the party 
progressing in their you know own power and capabilities but they're also progressing in you know status yeah. as well and other yeah other people's estimations of them mm -hmm. which is really cool yeah um not sure if that's the wisest thing to do you know they shouldn't you know overestimate them too much what did you think about caleb being the one talking to hellas uh okay i think caleb is the perfect and also the worst person to have talked to halas because again again i'm like 60 40 on uh caleb going going evil so i but again he caleb still has like a good head on his shoulders i think yeah. so he like i don't know i thought it was a terrible idea i thought the first i mean time yeah they were so smart about letting Bo talk to, talk to them because it's like they don't know what's going to happen if he takes control like he might just be able to cast spells regularly like as himself but i like that their mm -hmm. reasoning of well maybe if he's in Bo's body he won't be able to cast spells i think he probably would be able to but it was sound yeah. reasoning for the choice yeah. of Bo. I mm -hmm. think with Caleb, it's just like, let's just, you know, let's just test, tease yeah. a little bit. Let's yeah. See how we go. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, I think Caleb was fine in the sense that I don't think he would have been like, oh, hey, Halas, let's crack a deal sort of thing. At yeah. least not right now, but um, I think it was a terrible idea for him <laughs> to like risk having his body taken over by Halas. Mm. And man, I wanted it to happen. I know, like when 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 Matt had him roll the wisdom saving throw, I was like, "Please fail, please, please fail." fail. Yeah. Come on, he failed so many. Yeah, times. I, yeah, <laughs> you you self stunned yourself so many times in the past for burning humanoids. Um, yeah, um. <laughs> but but I, I think I think it progressed well, and I think yeah. I think because I feel like a part of Caleb was willing to. Uh, you know, like humor Halas and may maybe come to some kind of a deal because they kind of had their their little deal going, but Caleb wasn't very committed to it. Um, yeah. But I feel like Caleb got a taste of what Halas is capable of and his way of you know his way with yeah. words in a way. Mm -hmm. So I feel like in the future Caleb's going to be a bit more careful. So I think this okay. was definitely a good. You, do, do you not I think he'd be more careful? I don't, I don't, no, I don't think they should talk to Halas mm. again. Oh. Like, I love it. I think Halas is an incredible character. Yeah. I think the first time someone touches that, he's just like going in. He's in like a position of like, it's like that kind of classic movie line, like you're in no position to make demands with Halas. Mm -hmm. But he kind of is. He's got the ability to jump. It's just uh, he keeps, like they keep resisting. Um mm -hmm. But I, I don't know. I think the next person that touches it, Halas is just going to be going at it. Yeah, yeah. Andrea in out. chat makes a really good point, mm -hmm. saying that I don't think Halas is going to talk to them anymore without attacking yeah, them and taking them so over. Either. Yeah, I think he's done. Yeah, he's so he's done with their shit. Yeah, well, not unfair. Totally. Fair. Yeah, like honestly, even if he is an evil, powerful archmage, yeah, yeah he's been trapped. <laughs> and he, I, um, I wonder. I wonder how how Halas's like mental stability is. Like, I wonder what it's like being trapped in that gem all by yourself. Not great. Look at that devil that was in his like folding walls. I feel like maybe oh, the yeah. devil might have gone a bit further because they 
weren't necessarily trapped in one small space. They had like an environment around them, but you got to think being there for like a thousand years with no sense of time passage. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to be, he's not going to be the most stable. No, definitely not. Yeah. That dude is insane. Yeah. Yep. And I kind of, I kind of get the sense that like he wants to just work on his magic, but mm-hmm. I feel like that magic is not the best magic. Like it could no. have terrible ramifications like because he was he was working on like soul transferring yeah, right he was working on immortality which is yeah. very lit like yeah that's very very yeah very yeah he's yeah, he's pretty much lit. trying to figure out how to become a lich without outright saying yeah. i'm trying to yeah without like selling yourself <laughs> yeah yeah um i found it interesting that he was talking about how like ale collapsed before his time um before like the his floating city um i thought that mm-hmm. was really cool he didn't necessarily have much to say about the somnovum like he talked about them but he didn't seem to let on or even know that it su- succeeded or like it uh it separated from the city which i think is interesting i think mm-hmm. people at that time must have just assumed it went down with ale but yeah I'm thinking. I'm thinking now. It left, and that's what caused Ale to crash. <laughs> like, oh yeah. If that part of the city just disappears mm-hmm. to the astral sea, the rest of he's like, oh shit. Yeah. And that's that's exactly how it happened. Like, mm-hmm. um, especially if they need, like, because the threshold crests were a means of levitating the city as well, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I'd imagine if maybe not levitating the city. Those were those battery things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But again, it allowed the city to move. Yes, to yes, that's what it was. But again, given it, your theory being correct, if you know some of these batteries were in the Cognosa district and the, the city needs all of the batteries it has to fly, if one of the sections goes away, yeah, it could probably mean disaster yeah, like, for the rest of the... It's like a wheel falling off the car. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, you need them all. <laughs> that, that creepy wheel that's always dreaming. I still needed that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but we did get um, we did get a nice. While I'm disappointed that we won't get to see Yusa in his golden dragon form, traveling with the party. Uh, he did. He did give the party a few a few nice <laughs> spells, some gifts. Uh, the the scepter, yeah. the scepter of blasting some pieces of amber and the spell what was it into like intellectual fortress or something intellectual uh, no that was allura game oh that was allura yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah that was allura no it was a it was the the staff of blasting and um <laughs> i can't remember <laughs> it was something else I think it, was... it was something in a satchel it was something in a satchel. Was it? Oh, potions, potions. Yeah, 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 yeah. potions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said yeah, it before Lynn typed it. Yes, that, yeah, that's uh, what it was. Thank you, Lynn. Two superiors. That's the. <laughs> is that? <laughs> There's a bit of delay. Here it comes. Yep. Here it comes. See the chat, the viewers. They have, they have our backs. They've got yeah, us. Hundred uh, percent. The superior ones. Yeah, eighty-four plus eight. Yeah, those are pretty. Those are nice. Yeah, those are nice that's real good that's real good yeah um, they're expensive too like, yeah they're uh like that's... but i feel like it's interesting because i feel like at a certain point like when you're a wizard 
Um, like at some point, I feel like money just becomes like oh. irrelevant. And if you're a gold dragon. And if you're a gold dragon, <laughs> gold is in your name. Like you're just you're oozing money. More about Yusa's involvement with local politics because he seems to really fucking hate it. Um, yeah, he seems to have like this disdain for uh, the local rigmarole, and I mm -hmm. kind of think it sounds stupid. I hope that's like a one shot at some point of like <laughs> people doing a job for yeah. Yusa because just like oh, I grow tired of council meetings and things like that. I just yeah, mm -hmm. I, I love that character. I wish they would just turn into a dragon already. I know, but I feel like. <laughs> I'm wondering if this is if if Yusa is going to be one of the characters where it's in the campaign wrap up where he's like yeah he was a gold dragon and like we'll never actually see like a reveal yeah uh, because because I mean right now like Yusa doesn't really have like a, a a call to a call to action right now for the time being at least so you know did didn't Yusa say like I could maybe be backup. Did you used to say, like, look, the best I could do is maybe, like, a second wave? Yes, um, yes. But he did they mention might that. have meant, like, if you failed, then, like, yeah. I can be ready. Mm -hmm. Not so much, I'll teleport to Isocross and back you up. Um, yeah. But, I wonder, though, like, be super cool. imagine if they're, like, in Isocross, they're going down and just, just sends a message, like, saying, help, help us now, this is yeah. where we are. Ooh, and then we get, like, a, we get, like, an Avengers scene where, like, all of the allies appear through portals. Yeah. yeah. Oh, canon. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Ooh, it's that's gonna happen. Game. It's just like the. Uh... <laughs> but then, but then, in in this battle, they're gonna they're gonna hear like a dragon's roar, and they're gonna be like, it's "Oh shit, Galadon's back! Galadon's back!" And they're gonna see the wings <laughs> flapping. But as it gets closer, they realize it's a gold dragon. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it's gonna Edge be. Get to the rider's room. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to be careful. I feel like we get too close to uh to what uh, what they're planning oh my goodness um but they also mentioned at one point saying that uh like it was brought up a lot this idea that mages are like super covetous they're super kind of uh power driven and mm -hmm. yusa brought it up and allura brought it up and yeah. they mentioned like uh yusa said they were concerned if they went to a place like that like how their power would go unchecked saying like mm. the, the fact that it is so uh tumultuous magic up there they were concerned that they would not be able to control their magic and maybe yeah. think a little bit like is yusa like fully wizard is yusa maybe like is are they just concerned the fact that, like oh they would feel the power and use it or is it like is there some wild magic going on with yusa like what is what hmm. was that about? I think it might have just been the idea that, like, oh, that there's powerful magic up there. I would probably try to utilize it. Yeah. But it made me think for one second, like, maybe they don't have... Because we've not really seen Yusa do much magic, except for, like... Yeah. I mean, he definitely... He's got a cool tower and shit, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. And Yusa, Yusa doesn't strike me as the one to, like, show off. It's kind of, like, you know, beneath him. Like, yeah. he, he, know, he knows what he's capable of he knows his yeah he's his not the type level. of person to just float everywhere yeah yeah like losers <laughs> like who we, who floats everywhere to flex their their capabilities <laughs> oh my goodness but i did like um i think it was in looking at my notes i think it was a a during this time ish maybe a little bit after um their conversation with yusa 
when they were talking about they were trying to bring back the luxon into it and the beacons trying to make the connection of like ooh, did the somnovan like create these and stuff i like how matt will go a while and like let them theorize let them talk it out but then if they keep talking in circles and keep like misremembering things and stuff then he'll have you know yeah like he did he had them roll a history check and then re-clarified everything because yeah i think they were going maybe too far off the yeah path mm-hmm. and kind of thinking yeah this is this is it and he's like oh this could probably lead to some further misinformation which is mm-hmm. fair like because sometimes because as a dm like you've got all the information and yeah players kind of get the information wrong you're like oh god yeah <laughs> like mm-hmm. let's let's just smooth it out a little bit yeah um no that was good and it was it was good too because i'd forgotten half of that stuff about mm-hmm. luxon yeah um been like over 50 episodes since we've we've gotten all that stuff I'm hoping we it's get crazy, some some kind of clarification on the luxon by mm-hmm. the end of the campaign they <sighs> They're... so cool it's such a cool co- that's what i was thinking too when he was retelling i was like damn that's a cool idea for a god map like yeah that's so clever yeah um, it is and I, they really they really need to get an audience with the bright queen because i feel like she's gonna have so much information for them but again they're not as close i feel like the bright queen is they're not as close to the bright queen as some of the other people I also worry if they go see the Bright Queen, she's going to interrogate them about Essek. Because like Essek was saying like how it's his connection to them that makes him even more suspicious because they're from yeah. the Empire. Like, I worry if they go to Jorhas, it's going to just be all eyes on them. Oh, you're and they're going to say probably something. true. Yeah. <laughs> uh. um, but I still definitely think they should go see her. I just think it's going to be really tricky. Like you said, yeah, they're not as close. She's been friendly to them, and she was mm-hmm. very like grateful for them returning the beacon. But they're not best buds. Um, I, I don't think they've. They haven't even talked since the, the the peace talks. I think. They didn't even talk to her at the peace talks. Like I don't yeah. think they've spoken to her since they went and spoke to her about um, the. Uh, the shackles being broken about yes. um, yeah. I think before I think before they destroyed Oban, I think they were like talking about like stuff there. Mm-hmm. God, if anyone can tell us the last time they spoke to, they, I know Jester sent messages, but when was the last time they had an audience with her during the Oh talks? man, yeah, that's been a while. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jester, Jester messaged, messaged the Bright Queen. Oh, that's yeah. That's what I was thinking, Adam. Yeah, like when they went in the spa and <laughs> they went behind <laughs> all their get up. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. It, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that episode ninety is a long time ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, but but it's also but it's also hard because we had like a super long break, like four months yeah. or something. So. And that, that doesn't and there help. There was nothing but... really going on in that break to kind of distract us from it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a hard time to think. But mm-hmm. like I was saying, I was saying this in a chat we had with some like other video editors a little while ago. Like I remember stuff from the first thirty episodes really clearly, and yeah. I remember stuff from the last ten episodes really clearly. Mm-hmm. Everything in between is just like a blur to me. Like I remember bits, yeah. but I've, <laughs> I've lost it. Like yeah. I'm like, yeah. who was who was that character again? Mm-hmm. Like I. 
be fair, I remember characters. I just don't remember when things happen, why they happen. I'm like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Yeah. But I think I need to do a rewatch, but I got gosh. no time for that. <laughs> I know. Oh gosh, a rewatch of this campaign because it's already because I mean it's already longer than the first campaign. First campaign I takes the a first campaign once as well. Like, yeah, but I also remember that way more clearly than mm. the more recent Mighty Nine episodes. Um, mm. I think maybe because the story is a little bit more straightforward in some aspects. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um. And the the Yusa mentioning Alora automatically yes. made me like, oh, Alora. Yes. And then when he was like, oh, I can take you to her. Oh, oh my god! Oh shit! We can do that. I was like, "Dang, Matt, that's bold." Matt's face through that whole scene—he has the best poker face because the cast are uh, like reasonably freaking out about it. They're like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah. are we going to Oman? Like, what's happening? Yeah. And Matt's just like, "Yeah, let's we'll just do it." <laughs> like, yeah. Um, that was so cool. Oh, uh, I I had like. There's this warm feeling in my chest when they mm-hmm. said they were going to Iman. Um Oh my god. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Yeah, Iman. Yeah, so they tele- <laughs> they they teleport to to Iman to Alora's tower. tower. Oh. And of course we see the wonderful description of Alora once again as she descends the stairs and warmly greets the party. Oh. I I I was shocked because I felt that Matt was going to want to like keep the two campaigns separate. So I was, yeah. I was shocked that he even, you know, brought the party there. Um, because then, because then that, that is like a stepping stone for, you know, them exploring further and stuff, which is fine. Um, I'm totally yeah. here for it. But I think that is like Matt trusting his players not yeah. to, um, disrail the campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Much as we want yeah. to like run into the city and go to like Gilmore's Glorious Goods yep. and like go to the Slayers Take Bakery that I'm <laughs> on now. Like as much as we wanted to, I think Matt trusted the players enough to like realize, oh, we're on a time crunch. We probably can't do that. And also it's probably yeah. a bit too um self serving mm-hmm. both self serving, probably fan serving yeah. to do it. Like because <laughs> the players themselves are fans of their own game. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. I I think yeah, they were they were very much like I and I know Caleb was a bit at the end like oh well we could stay here tonight and they're like no we probably shouldn't mm-hmm. like fair fair use your spell slots now then sleep <laughs> like I guess um, we'll do that yeah I guess so but yeah no it was it was still just that little little tease of Amon mm-hmm. was lovely um like being in the tower her mentioning Vorigal's attack on the tower yeah um yep and, and the mention yeah. the mention of um artagon was also really hilarious that, was, so cool. that yeah. was great yeah and i think i think laura did that on purpose yeah she did but she, she did cool like oh my friend artagon yeah <laughs> and then it's just like oh no that's really cool um i think i think again I feel like Laura would question that more and be like, tell me more about Atagan, but I think that, again, was Matt playing yeah. cool so that it didn't derail the story. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like in reality, Laura would be like, give me the details. Where yeah, is please he? tell me. Yeah, where is he at? Yeah. What's um, he up to? And like, all the subtle references to, oh, I know people like you before. Yep. Or like, yeah. uh, I've seen similar groups. Yeah. So. We got that. Yeah, we got that a couple yeah. times during that conversation. 
Oh, I was yeah. oh the council. Oh. Working on the council. Like, oh maybe you'll yeah. them. Like yeah. yeah. Oh very Well very well I feel like I feel like because I feel like he kinda has to do this a little bit of a setup. Because aren't they yeah. going to have like a canon like Vox Machina Mighty Nine crossover because of like a milestone they hit? Or is it I'm still so confused. Is that gonna be a battle royale? I'm still so confused on like the I logistics of that. So did I. Uh, but I've heard like so I'm many mixed things. I'm looking up the Kickstarter right now. Or was it in did they do Kickstarter or Indiegogo? I can't remember, it's been a while. Let's look at the actual thing. But I thought it was a battle royale one shot. That might not be the case. I'm sure I can't see chat right now. I'm sure they are telling me. I'm still looking for it, okay? <laughs> yeah, Adam's saying it's a just a crossover, not a battle royale. One shot. It just says one shot Vox Machina X Mighty Nine. It doesn't say oh. versus Mighty Nine. It just says X Mighty Nine. Oh, so yeah, we've got no details. We don't even know if it's canon. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. right. Battle Royale was guests. Thank you, Gamescore. Ah, oh, gotcha. Um, and anyone else that might have said that that I missed. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, that that, yeah, that no, solves so, that. Yeah, freedom. It's just Vox Machina X ninety nine. So that's mm. like together rather than yeah. Adam's got it perfect. X is more for crossover versus more Battle Royale. Look at that. Look at this semantic. <laughs> <laughs> We've got it. Um, um, but I, I was no nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but I was so excited to see Kima again because uh, I think the last time Kima's my favorite character from the first campaign. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, th I don't think I've mentioned it on the show before, but I love halflings. So, <laughs> um, oh my! No, I, I love Kima so much. Mm -hmm. I know, I know what your reaction just then was for. I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that. Mention it. Yep. <laughs> Um, but no, I love Kima so much. Kima is incredible. Kima is like goals of. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, um, so good. I just, I love her and Alora. I yeah, uh, just... her like her like just like subtly like like sitting between like subtly sitting between um yeah. Alora and the rest of the party and like analyzing them, making sure they're not up to any shenanigans. Um, I love them I like so much. So much Someone really early on in the chat said, "You um, we we pushed too hard for the Boyasha date that we got Allura and Kima." Oh, <laughs> like, oh, a different, a different, a different gay. We yeah. got a different gay. Oh man! Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. It was. Oh my god! It was great. And then so we did. Not only, not only was it just wonderful to see them, and the fan service was great, but the Mighty Nine also got some really great tools. Oh from God. this like like i feel like they're the odds are are closer to in their favor now um i had it up and then i got rid of it but the staff of power it's essentially like like a t like six it's, or seven extra spell slots yeah, for caleb yeah it's nuts it's, i'll bring it up in case anyone isn't it's a lot it, but i'm sure everyone like, either knew it or looked it up but it's 20 charges mm -hmm. for multiple and I think it's yeah, it's five charges like per spell. I think, per and they're spell. and they're like fifth level spells. I think most of them are, or fifth even level or higher. Them, like, it does like uh, ray of enfeeblement, which is a second level spell, which you mm. can only use one charge for, which is pretty handy. So yeah, it's oh my god, Life and I think I think it also gives like plus two, plus two to yep. spell attack rolls as well, which is yep. nuts. 
plus two to armor and plus two to AC. Oh my! Oh god, it's so good. Saving throws is massive. Like I get the toss up he was making between the Iron Stone and stuff. I think the Iron Stone is excellent for that Mm. con bonus for, like you said, concentration specs. I think the benefits of the staff outweigh that. Um, yeah, oh, 100%. It's interesting seeing Caleb use a staff, though, like because that's going to be a focus. Uh, although I wonder if he will still continue to use components like oh. and just use the staff as the staff. But That'd be interesting. It's such, it's such a good staff. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculously powerful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they got... um. The big one, because I, I obviously the the staff is badass, but for the sake of the entire party, getting those um, those orbs that sort of yeah. show the location of where the anti magic zone is is going to come in super clutch, super super clutch. Yeah, um, I also wrote down before that arc. So they're the arcane field generators. That's really yes. cool. I like. Yeah, um, Talison at one point said it's like a. Uh, it's like a smoke machine in a laser room. Yeah, like yeah, that was yeah. yeah, pretty cool. Um, but I wrote Allura said like as you guys are building towards this climactic struggle, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, that <laughs> feels like an end. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I felt that um, too, and I was worried until some of the stuff that was brought up yeah. in the second half of the episode because I feel like Matt was setting up a lot of a lot more yeah. arcs. I, I saw some really good comments of that saying like it feels like we're building up to an end but it also feels like matt recognized people were feeling that and is kind of showing that there is potentially still more after this like Mm -hmm. the talk of even traveling to the astral sea like it feels like isocross is one arc if they have to go to the astral sea that's like a whole nother arc i feel probably yeah Um, and then the things that follow, which we can get to in a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> the yeah, no, so good to see Laura, so good to see Kima. Kima going back up the stairs and coming back down in full plate armor was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> she, she was ready to go. Yeah, and then yeah. the sword, the Holy Avenger. That's my word with that clutch yeah. natural twenty. I, oh God, I, we're gonna get to the dreams at the end, but yeah. God damn it, Matt! Like, because when when Kim was giving us like, oh, like what's is like, because it's like, yeah, it needs to be attuned by a paladin. Mm-hmm. It's like, how's that going to work? And of course, he thought of that. Of course, that's like an actual yeah. thing. But I want to know how much he did think about that because he seemed to suggest that Kim only really gave it because Four rolled like a natural twenty, like gave uh-huh. a twenty five persuasion check. So I'm wondering if there was or if he even had that. He probably did. He's Matt fucking Mercer. But, like, I want to know kind of what he had ready for Yasha if not the Holy Avenger, or if it is now just like an extra tool or an extra key for the Stormlord to kind of communicate with her or to kind of guide her and push her. Um, hmm. Because, yeah, if that wasn't there previously, like, I've seen chat going on a bit. We'll get, we'll get to Yasha's dream, but I see a lot of chat talking about, hmm. like, is she going to multi-class, that sort of thing. Um, i got thoughts. We'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's a lot of different ways they can circumvent the, oh, like yeah. the, the specific rules. Because, I mean, yeah. at, the end of the, at the end of the day, they're trying to tell a fun story. You know, it's their game. So they can bend the rules however they see fit. Exactly, yeah. 
and, and thematically, like thematically, the journey that Yasha has taken, it makes sense for her to be able to wield such a weapon once oh, she yeah. once she's proven herself in the Stormlord's eyes. Yeah. So oh, definitely looking God. forward to that. I was I was kind of like shocked at how many like free things that the party was getting because then they got five hundred yeah. gold of residuum. They got all these oh things. God. Veth got her spell. Like dang, I was like, wow. Sheesh. Yeah, that feels like, yeah, like they, the people are taking them seriously for once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like so many yeah. times I've come to people and be like, "Hey, this is a really bad thing happening. We need your help." And they're like, "Okay, I'll look into it." Like sort of thing. Um, I feel like that, like you, Sarah and Allura are taking them super seriously, and yeah, um, this is their best way they can help. I still, yeah. I still worry about like it's it's hard, and I know we talked about last week of how why don't they just call in Vox Machina to help? I know, I know why. Alana knows why. Yeah. Um, but like it, it's tricky to justify, I guess. And mm-hmm. I like that they're just not even bringing it up because there's no there's no point. Like there's it's not gonna, yeah. it's not going to happen. So yeah. why kind of bring it up? But it is. Yeah, I, th- I think, like we said last week, it's probably just because they're old. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're retired. Um, yeah, that's yeah. most likely what it is. Um, <laughs> but also, I feel like, because when I look back and I'm imagining, like, Vox Machina and stuff, you know, 20-something years have plus years have passed, yeah. they're probably not all, like, still together always. You know, they're yeah. probably off doing their own thing, they're so... Alora seeing how capable the Mighty Nine can be is probably like, well, it's probably better off if I just let them try to handle this than try to gather every member of Vox Machina when they're all, all off doing their own things. Maybe yeah. even some of them semi-retired. Um, yeah, definitely. So <laughs> it kind of makes sense why Alora wouldn't immediately be like, oh, something's the smallest terrible thing might be happening. All right, I'm going to call up a, call up Vox, yeah. a Vox Machina real quick. Um, yeah or at least the darrington brigade like yeah 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 call them up they're 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 capable (laughs) yeah the b team team. oh my gosh i wonder when we're gonna get another sudden the sudden shift in like tone of this oh my god hey the darrington brigade's here (laughs) i am here for that I I can't wait for the next Daring Team Brigade one shot. I hope That's we get so it. Good. Yeah, so good. Was there anything um, else that uh that happened while they were uh, in Allura's tower? Because again, they didn't really get any new information. Yeah. Because like Allura was saying, like they they're the most knowledgeable about this now. Like, and it was just more like letting her be aware. So she said, like, well, if you do yeah. fail, then we can be prepared which i like as well the fact that she said i can do more here i can actually get some semblance of um preparedness i guess mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> definitely yeah. i hope i hope we get to see Alora and kima again soon yeah i mean they're gonna have to see them again eventually because all of these items that have been given are just loners so they're gonna have yeah. to give back these awesome these awesome things that's but just, just the fact that Alora was willing to part with her staff is crazy. Yeah. 
that's yeah that's huge like because the, like the staff is badass and it's awesome that they have it but the fact that it's it's alora's staff like it's it is yeah. hers yeah um km km68 mentions like because we knew that it was a vestige because it exalted but the fact that yes. it's now like known to the characters yeah is really exciting um, pretty big yeah so it further that had that lovely i love whenever ford thanks caduceus yeah <laughs> such a small thing yeah but it's just so like yeah like oh it warms my heart when they're wild like wild mother bros yeah um, the wild bros just wish it had a little more i wish there was a little more kind of care and attention paid to caduceus and uh, there might be given some of the dreams that happened later in the episode yeah it could there could be um yeah wild bros but i think i think that was about it. There wasn't too much more that happened in Alora's Tower. No. They, they kind of, they you know, hinted at maybe staying in Amon for the night, but they're like, eh, we probably shouldn't be no, wasting yeah. any more time. We really need to get a handle on. That's, I'm constantly still also super stressed every time they say, like, oh, we've got a week. And they, then they do say, like, let's cut it down. Like, let's say half of that, like, is when we should be doing it. I, I, <laughs> I'm so worried <laughs> that they don't have as much time as they think they do. Yeah. Um... Ooh. I don't think I don't think Matt would be as cruel to be like let them just think that nonstop. I think he might like encourage them to like you know think about it more, get them to make some checks to think about it mm-hmm. in more detail. But the fact that it's just like ooh yeah, they seem so confident that they have at least a week to get their stuff done. Mm-hmm. Um, or if they don't, then oh no. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just remembered who. I mean, there's an obvious answer, but who do we think was scrying on them when they first got to the tower? Laura's tower? I, I think it has to be uh, Lucian, right? Like probably. I mean, that's 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 what I, what I could assume because they hadn't they hadn't got this was before they went to the Cobalt Soul, so it's not like any of them would be paying attention. So yeah, the most obvious one is probably Lucian. They didn't check in. Yusa's tail. I've I find it strange that Allura wouldn't have anti-scrying magic. Or she might, in which case it's even more terrifying that there's like yeah. someone scrying. Yeah. The fact that she was not like, what what what? Like, what is this? She was just like, oh okay, that's not good. Makes me think she doesn't have anti-scrying magic in her mm-hmm. tower. Again, making me think, why not? <laughs> that yeah. seems like a prerequisite prerequisite for uh Hmm. wizards um but yeah i think uh, it has to be lucian i'm not, I'm not sure hmm. who else it could be and hopefully that scares them a little bit seeing that the nine have some powerful ally well maybe not scare uh because we, we all know that the arrogance of lucian um, i think he's trying to see where they might have taken the crest <laughs> oh yeah that too that um, too the mighty nine doesn't even know where they where they've taken the crest that's amazing. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, they kind of do, thanks to the amplification room. Yeah, that was in really- tower. That was cool. Yeah. The residual room. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I agree, Adam. The resolve has been bolstered. It's been such a slog, mm-hmm. this arc. Yeah. Uh, not to watch, by any means, but like, no. For the it's just been rough it's so for them. It's mm-hmm. so rough and so hard. This episode, in general, was so 
uh, cathartic. It was mm-hmm. so uh, good. Yeah, I feel hopeful again. I feel, is this hope? Yeah. Is that what this feeling is? But it was like, it was a good episode because mm. there was massive character growth. There was excellent callbacks. Yep. There was travel. There was like just lighthearted moments. There wasn't as much stress. It didn't have combat. Like you don't need combat for a perfect episode, mm-hmm. but it feels almost like a perfect episode because it just had so much good planning, so much progression, yeah. so much um, interesting conversation an excellent cliffhanger at the end, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, the right amount of grief and uh, foreboding. Uh, it was the perfect length. Four hours is good. Yeah. <laughs> like if, if it gets longer than that, it gets hard. Yeah. But perfect length. And it was at the right time because it's just been so like pushing us down recently that I was just like, so enjoying it like i mm-hmm. i i had to watch it after it streamed live i was watching it a few hours after it finished and normally when i do that i'll watch it like sped up i'll watch it at like Ooh, yeah. 1.5 mm-hmm. speed because then it's starting to get too late and i need to go mm-hmm. to bed but i watched it at regular speed because it was just so well paced and it was so yeah uh well presented that man i loved it it might be one of my favorite episodes of this campaign just because of yeah just because of it was fun. It was so fun. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it wasn't like happy fun ball fun. It was just an enjoyable classic D and D. Reminded me a lot of Campaign One. I think that might be why I liked it so much. Ooh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and it could just because they went could to- just because you know Laura and Kima showed up and they're in a mind. Yeah. No, I think it was oh. like such and the, yeah, everyone was on the A game. Like it was. Oh yeah. Oh, such a good episode. Very very wonderful. Um, but I think the looking at my notes. Oh, that happened later in the episode. Okay, never mind. Um, but then, you know, sadly parting ways with Alora and uh, yeah. and Kima, but going to Rexingtrum to touch base with Udala and potentially Dyron, and we got some pretty massive um stuff for Bo. Yeah happen that some pretty uh some justice and validation as as adam put oh, it yeah really unexpected yeah that came out of nowhere really good like i yeah i just constantly with continuing my rant of how good an episode this was it felt so good mm-hmm. not to these were cathartic but it was super cathartic and fucking marusha ray like <sighs> the way she played that scene yeah was like beautiful I- i'll yeah. go back and rewatch just that scene as well because oh god i love Bo when she is like reflective like that and when she's kind mm-hmm. of quiet and contemplative um oh my god yeah bravo <laughs> that was, i know what maybe one of the best scenes of the campaign like mm-hmm. yeah and xenoth yeah. like oh because and this 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 was the first the first um, potential future story arc, or something could come of it because Matt gave the the two month timeline of when the trial was going to yeah, happen. Yes. So that's now something yeah, that else that the party can look forward to. That felt like yeah, we're looking to the future rather yeah. than this is the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so we'll, we'll we'll have that. We'll have that. Yeah. I bet. Uh, I bet Yasha. Well. I was going to say, like, I bet Yasha regrets not killing Xenoth because Xenoth was one of the ones that was in Zadash when Yasha attacked. 
But if she did kill him, then we wouldn't have gotten this, uh, got, this revelation. You got messed up, though, right? Like, you got really messed yeah, up. You, yeah, yeah. Um, he was close. That's... Yeah, that's so surprising, because there's always been a little bit of a thing hanging over the Cobalt Soul in this campaign. Like, because I feel like when it first started, and, like, Bo's like, yeah, you know, I went to this boarding school, you're like, oh, yeah, sounds like a, you know, kind of troubled teen. And then mm-hmm. when you learn more about her backstory of, like, no, her father sold her to them, you're like, oh, shit, that's fucked up. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that now there is this kind of closure to that side of the story of, no, that is not normal, that mm-hmm. is abuse that is illegal it is like human trafficking to Mm -hmm. an extent um and to see that there is change happening and that it's being held accountable and the people that did it are being held accountable god i hope her father is held accountable yeah um and it's also a bit of closure for bo's story like because we've been saying that for a while like i feel like there's still more for bo's story like I never felt like it kind of closed off properly with her father. Not not saying that she needs like this big reconciliation with her father. No, fuck that. But mm-hmm. like there needs to be some kind of outcome from that. And I feel like we're getting that with this um, aspect. Um, but yeah, it's totally unexpected. One yeah, it's 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 so interesting because I, I felt the same way with Bo's story arc where it felt like there is there's just there's something more. There is more to Bo's story. Um, than just where it had left off um, and it's it's crazy how one small thing one small piece of information Xenoth was bribed by her father to take her to Cobalt Soul that small thing yeah. has now just opened up like the rest of her story arc just with, with that one small revelation um, and I I wonder I wonder if Marisha when she was coming up with Bo's background of like yeah my father gave me to the soul like like when she was coming up with Bo's background and telling Matt like saying like yeah this is that she joined the monks like not mm-hmm. my choice I wonder how much she had prepared for that to be like mm. obviously like a traumatic experience but yeah. I wonder how much that was like I mean Bo said herself that she did she thought that was normal she thought that's what happened mm-hmm. and like everyone else did like I think all the yeah. viewers and all the other characters did, thought that was normal thought like oh shit this super kind of um uh righteous and positive force in the world can do shit like this that's that's not cool like yeah not not everything's so perfect but like i think it kind of threw marisha a bit as well which is where we get that incredible acting from in yeah. her scene um yeah man but it's, it's interesting that you say that because not only was this a wonderful point of growth for Bo. You know, realizing all of this but now it also as she kind of said maybe strengthens her bond with the cobalt soul because now yeah. it's all it's all cleared up yeah and strengthens her bond with Dyron because yeah. they took her at her word and mm-hmm. they did something about it that yeah. was such a beautiful scene like Udala Fon 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 whatever um was wonderful because they kind of oh, yeah. took on the the authoritative side of the cobalt soul yeah. saying look we fucked up yeah i'm so sorry um this will never kind of happen again this is what we're doing this is the steps we're taking to make it right but with dyron and Bo, it was very much like a just a, a thank you for like looking out for me um yeah. dyron saying like i like you know this happened to me as well sort of thing or like to some extent mm-hmm. like i've been abused by those in power before um yeah 
didn't expect to be touched that much by Cobalt Soul no, storyline. Did not. Um, did not think so either. It, but it makes me happy. <laughs> like yeah, it just makes me happy. It's a sad, sad thing. It's a super sad thing that happened, but it's just so ha- like I don't know. It just it makes it raises the their esteem in my eyes, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then the another potential story arc that was hinted at kind of was Udala mentioning that King Dwendal is investigating the Cerberus assembly yeah. with his own with his yeah. own troop so there's some stuff some stuff moving in the background um in that aspect that's yeah um, that's really cool um yeah. I like I feel like yeah that could lead into their want to dissemble dissemble disassemble that's the word um disassemble the Cerberus assembly because it feels like mm-hmm. now it's coming from all sides it's like the organ trust are honing in on them the cobalt solar honing in on them the mighty nine are honing in on them yeah um and i 100 get where the cobalt soul is coming from like ah oh, shit we're like we were working on this and yeah they're stealing <laughs> our thunder from us. yeah um but it's super exciting it's super scary because it is ludinous i feel like him back into a corner is not a good thing <laughs> like no or no, like no, no, Trendicathon no, no. back to a corner is not a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, but th- this, I, like, I'm terrified and I'm worried, but the Cerberus Assembly arc is, like, the one I've been most looking forward to since yeah. we've we've known about them and their connection with, with Caleb. Um, yeah. yeah. And we, I don't think we, we haven't even met all of the members of the Cerberus Assembly yet. Still a couple that were that yeah, were missing. Yeah, they're mentioned by name. Mm-hmm. Um, and allow me to bring it up because I just I just was just looking at it actually. But <laughs> there's one we haven't met. <laughs> that I want to meet. So we've got Trent. We've got Ludinus. There's Jenna Irisol. Oh yeah, she's um, the interesting one. She's the interesting one that we only know. Um, I think they were the one that ordered the Ring of Fire protection. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, which they now have. There is Doolin Tversky. <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> yeah. Athesius Uladan, who we have met. Yes, we met him at the peace talks because he was like the, uh, yeah, that the was, diplomatic that were, one. Um, yeah. yeah. Athesius Uladan. Vesta Rogna, we've met. She's dead. Um, <laughs> Z- Zivan Margolin. No, Zion. never heard that one. Never, never met them. And then Ormond Haas. So really, uh, it's only two, well, three. Three that they haven't met in person. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Is that eight? I thought there was nine. Eight. Eight. There's eight. And there um, better only be eight. There, if there was nine, we were going to have a problem. Oh, was it the Iun Stone that they ordered, Lynn? That probably makes mm. more sense. Yes, that <laughs> that, that sounds more. Yep, that sounds way more accurate. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, out of all of them, like it's scary to think if they kind of. I don't see any of them going quietly to jail. <laughs> no, like definitely not. That, but also, enemies of the state. <laughs> but also looking i don't want to spoil it for anyone who has doesn't have uh, explorer's guide to wildmount 
uh the alignments of some of them oh, yeah. aren't bad like some of them aren't yeah. some of them aren't like bad but i mean the obvious yeah. ones you know ludinus trent vess they're uh they're the ones to look out for definitely i mean yeah. Vess not so much anymore but trent's the interesting one actually he's mm -hmm. he's alignment um yeah Mars spoilers don't listen for 10 seconds yep if you don't want to know trent's is chaotic evil mm -hmm. which is like yeah like goodness is lawful evil like chaotic is oof. yeah that's that's, that's a not... whole different beast <laughs> yeah so at um, least at least like ludinus you know will be calculated with his approach and not saying that trent won't be yeah. but the chaotic nature of his alignment might mean he's going to be a bit more of a loose cannon if you know things get yeah. heavy definitely he won't he won't hesitate to sacrifice you know his his protégés Aedwolf, Asterisk, yeah. Astrid, even Caleb. Oh. There's so much to worry about. There's so <laughs> Halas who? Halas who? Who's Halas? Like we have some, we have other things to worry about right now, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. do you remember when Ukatoa was a threat? <laughs> yeah, right. Remember when we were worried about the Somnovum? You know, we got Trent to worry about now. God, old news. <laughs> I'm still, still a bit worried about the <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess. I guess that's fair. Um, but yeah, it was wonderful seeing Dyron again, and at least now yeah. they're gonna have people looking for the Threshold Crest. Yeah. <laughs> hilariously. That was yeah, amazing. The fact that it was such like a heartwarming, heartwarming conversation, it just ended with yeah. Oh yeah, by the way, we lost this super magical item, <laughs> and it kind of went back to old Dyron of Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one one moment that kind of stuck with me this episode, and. The, the party have had their own, you know, sidebar conversations with each other of like, oh my gosh, like, this is some serious stuff we're getting in, like, we could die. They haven't really had, like, had, like, a collective conversation about it. Because then when they were done with all of their meetings with Udala and Dairin, they were like, yeah, let's go to, like, Nicodronus and just have a day. Let's just have a day where yeah. we chill. And they were like, well, you know, we don't, we don't need to see our families right now. Like, why are we going back to see our families and all that stuff? And then they were like, well what if we don't come back and there was just like a silence there was just a silence and like everyone was like oh shit jester in that scene was just like oh yeah. like i felt like crying yeah that yeah. was terrifying yeah like, yeah i felt that one because i was like as they were mentioning i was like no like don't, you guys don't have time like go do like mm -hmm. continue with your planning and everything get straight back there but that makes so much sense of shit we could die like we need to go see our loved ones mm -hmm. um it makes me worry like is veth if they do that is veth gonna tell you that that's what's happening is just yeah. gonna tell her mother that like hey i'm going back again <laughs> the world might end <laughs> yeah like i'm not sure yeah i i don't think veth would yeah i, I don't think, think maybe, maybe to yeza obviously not to luke luke wouldn't luke, luke, luke wouldn't even understand um, well, I could I could see Beth saying to Luke like I might be gone for a while, a while meaning I could potentially die um, again. Again, yeah. Um, but Yeza, you come back in five. Yeah, yeah. Um, but interesting because I, I I think Yeza has expressed his concern for Beth's adventuring side, so I wonder if this would. I wonder how Matt would play Yeza learning about 
Beth going off yeah. to stop like a world-ending thing. He's because he's kind of played Yezer in the past a bit as I think permission for Sam to yeah. keep playing. Like he's mm -hmm. done that where like Beth has been very much like, oh, I don't know if I should go. I should stay with my family, and Yezer's been like, no, do do what makes you happy. Do what you think is right. You need to help your friends. Mm -hmm. This is big. This is very much like, hey, yeah, like this is um. I, I definitely might not come back um, yeah. more so than the other times. Uh, I think Yeza would be supportive, but mm -hmm. it'd be hard to kind of for not wanting her to go. Um, yeah. Which is why yeah, I think yeah. she might not tell him. I think she might just yeah. want to go spend an evening, act like everything's normal and just leave. Um, I could definitely see that. Definitely yeah. see it. And I, I, I don't think Jester will tell her mom because I feel like uh, Jester is still like trying to process yeah. it all herself yeah so yeah well, I, I could see someone mentioning the gentleman in chat I, I could see her mentioning it to the gentleman as just like someone to vent to a family member to yeah. vent to but have any reason to go to Zedash? i don't think they really have any reason unfortunately um, uh yeah because they don't need to really go to the cobalt soul there no It'd be, yeah, it'd be too much of a detour, because there's, yeah, there's really nothing there. That sucks. That'd yeah, be so cool to see sure. the gentleman again. It's been a while. Um, yeah. But speaking of Beth, we finally got a conclusion, hopefully, yes. to the core cut dagger debacle, as Adam has been mentioning in chat. Um, that was it. That was, uh... <laughs> I like how nonchalant Sam was about, like, I could have died. I would have just died. And it's like every time they're healed, so like the other players don't know that. Yeah. They're helping, yeah. but they could ultimately kill Fett. Oh my um, gosh. I like I like how that whole scene played out because that was like Caleb was identifying the staff and it was just like staff. Like yeah. um, and everyone else was like, what the hell is going on, Beth? Yeah. Um to the point where she pulls like a crossbow on yasha mm -hmm. which also isn't totally out of character true it's true. probably a little bit out of the mood um, but oh my god yeah, his yep. this, is what you're <laughs> this was what i was talking about i died from laughing oh my god I... he's like oh i'm a halfling i can re-roll those um <laughs> I'm an idiot and like I fiddle with stuff when I watch and I was yeah. playing around with this piece of wire. Like uh -huh. I don't know if you can see this sharp piece of wire. Yeah. I was playing around with it last night. When did haven't I clapped my hands together <laughs> and I've cut my thumb up so much oh, no. from that one scene. Um because <laughs> I was like watching it and he's like, yeah. I rolled a natural one, I'm like, haha, he's gonna use something like and he did. I was like, Oh <gasps> my god. No. <laughs> I'm gonna get the video yeah. of me doing it. Oh my um, god. I it. Oh nice. Um, I'll see you, KM68. Thanks so much. Hi, KM68. Right. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Um, it was what? so good. What a little shit. What a piece of shit. <laughs> um, oh, my God. But it's, that's that's in character. That's like... Yeah. But that, that whole that whole scene was role-played really well. Um, oh, yeah. On Sam's yeah. part. In it was like a nice kind of lead-in from Caduceus. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, like them just dealing with the dagger as it <laughs> stood was like yeah. yeah very well done i'm gonna put this away before i cut myself again <laughs> yeah i know 
Because I, mean, I, yeah, because I mentioned before, like I fidget as well, and I almost, you know, burned my pants the other day because I have my lighter on my desk. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you're all gonna kill us. Yeah, it it really, <laughs> really is either emotionally or physically. Um, yeah. Did anybody catch oh. what happened to the dagger? Yeah, who has it? Who has the dagger now? Did they do this? They did this in the Cobalt Soul, so it's yes. just on the crowd. Maybe. Yeah, did they just leave it there? Is some, like, random, like, cobalt soul janitor gonna come by and, like, pick it up? You can touch it and hold it, I think, as long as you don't attune to it. Yes. So, I think they're okay. Um, didn't Caleb do something with it? I don't know. They, might they probably just put it in one of the bags. Yeah. I like how, too, they're like, where did you even get that? And he's like, Vantika. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vantika. Remember that character? Yeah, I think I think it's okay. I think just as long as no one attunes to it, they're mm -hmm. they're pretty cool. Um, because didn't what's happened with the dagger of denial? Did did Sam unattune to that to attune to the core cut dagger? Yes, I think yeah. that yes, I believe so. Because that that's a really good dagger. That one, the, the yeah. one that can lock it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm hoping they use that one again. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that was a really cool, really cool item that they got. <laughs> um, but then uh, they, they kind of died down a little bit. Um, they decided to settle on going to Nicodronus, which was, which is going to be a much needed, you know, reprieve from all of the shenanigans they've yeah. been getting up to. And then we, we got. Than yes, Nicodronus and Joros to hopefully talk with the Bright Queen. Um, while we didn't unfortunately get the Boyasha date, we did get a nice conversation hinting at what might happen. Ninjas? Yeah. Something with ninjas? ninjas? That, yeah, that was. That was right towards the end, wasn't it? That was right before they went to bed. Yeah. Um, yep. That was very much like a lot. I love Caleb in that scene because he was just like so pragmatic about everything yeah. Bo was saying. Like, where's yeah. like, hey, like, I want adjustments to the tower. And he's like, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, just give me a list. And yeah, yeah the idea that uh... <laughs> ninja cats, ninjas, I'd... I get the sense that I like to think it's they're going to plan a, a special date that gets invaded by ninjas. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, there's um, probably something like that. Which is kind of sad because it. it's. Essentially, going to be cats in ninja forms, spirit cats in ninja forms. But oh yeah, it's gonna work. Yeah, really um, fine. And I like, I like how Caleb was like, "Yeah, you can have the entire tower to yourself. I'll just tell the other members of the you know party to yeah, fuck off for the night." Excites me because we're gonna have like Veth go hang out with her family. We're gonna yeah. have Jester hang out with her mother. And like I said before, what if we get like a double date? Like what if yeah. we and forward yeah. meet the parents situation? Mm -hmm. um, but now here's here's the thing. Yeah. Do you remember uh, back in one of the previous talks that that uh, Bo had about date ideas and stuff and how a B and E could be cool, you know, breaking and entering. Caleb said, "Don't go to the eighth floor." So what if? I don't think so. What if she bring? Yeah, probably not. That would be a little I, too. I, that'd be too heavy for a date, probably. That'd be a huge betrayal of trust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, yeah, she wouldn't. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I was like, oh, maybe they will. But when he specifically brought it up, I'm like, okay, that's off the table. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, that's true, Amanda. She did she did pinky pinky swear, and that is that is a binding. Now she didn't promise. <laughs> true. There's the loophole. There it is. But uh, should we um? That that was it, right? I think the episode ended there. There wasn't anything else important that yeah, happened, right? Yeah, no, nothing else happened. They went to bed, they woke up, and now they're Nick Adronis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but... Is summer? Yes, yes, we are, we're doing okay. art. Saving it for sorry. when it's topical. Okay, um, okay. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt your segue, if there was one. Oh, yeah, no, no, <laughs> um, But yeah, we got some, we got a, some dreams, back-to-back-to-back dreams. Back nice, starting off, who was... First one was Caduceus. I thought he was gonna go around and give everyone a drink. Yeah, that's what I thought too. That's what I thought too, like a like a ketchup, no, but uh not at all. I guess not. And Caduceus's dream was terrifying because that's another potential story arc, because what the heck was that? Some like consuming What I thought and I'm so happy to hear other theories, what I thought was because he's kind of been thinking of his family and thinking of like how it's going he kind of knows mm-hmm. that it's safe um and he knows that they're okay like because they talked about you know, saying goodbye to their families he's like no it's fine we deal with this sort of stuff um i think it might have just been a nightmare because he has been having dreams of the city i think it could have just been like a, a push of this thing is going to devour everything and this mm. this is going to devour what you love because it seemed as though it was like the 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 area the town his home becoming a living entity which is like yeah. a living city yeah. so I just I thought it more as like a nightmare to remind him of the stakes of this thing mm. um I, I didn't I didn't take it as like something specific is happening to his home right now yeah I took it as like um what's the what's the thing like a not a vision but like a a premonition. Uh, Premonition, yeah, maybe. Like, yeah, I kind of just took it as like a, a a warning or a nightmare or an omen. An omen. There you go. That's mm. a good word. Yeah, a portent. Oh, another really good. Oh, portent. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Or yeah, that's a good uh, point. Game squad. Worst case scenario, if they fail. Yeah. Mm. Um. Because mm. he's the one that's kind of been having the dreams, continued dreams of the city. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense, which makes sense because, you know, the Wild Mother is all about, you know, the natural order of things. And this entity is just the farthest thing from natural that you could possibly be. Yeah. Definitely makes sense. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Just a a nightmare induced by the stress of, you know, what is to come if they they ultimately fail duties. And the fact that, like, it's it's pushing against even the best defenses they had. Um, And I think also further kind of illustrating that the corruption of the Savalier Woods is somehow linked to this city or somehow linked to Aeor. Um, Maybe also to like Molazimir, like whatever happened there, Mm. I think. And and just the fact that when they were in that last crash site, that living city, that living woods, that was, you know, the one they they blew up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think there's just like a lot of connections between the corruption and the Somnovum and just this ever present threat of if this doesn't if you guys don't stop this, it's gone. Like yep. it's gonna consume it's gonna consume everything. It's gonna oh consume. Ukato is back. I wrote down 
some notes from what Dyron said because I'm a goddamn crackpot theorist. Oh. Dyron said, like, when Bo said, oh, uh, thanks for helping break the chains. And Dyron said, many more chains to be broken. I wrote Dyron equals Theros. Oh my gosh. And there it is. There, there it is, is, folks. Dyron, Dyron is... equals Theros. Yep. It, it, it always comes back to Theros, Dan. They kept talking about it, like yeah. wizards being covetous and like and wanting things and taking things and the search for power. It's a constant theme. It really <laughs> is. Um, but anyway, on the topic Dyron. of uh, yeah, Dyron's there is down, and Vandarin is still out grilling somewhere. Um, Vandarin is rubble cast. We just did. Yep, <laughs> he's there. We promise. Yeah. <laughs> um. But speaking of Caduceus' dreams, we can transition to my fan art pick for this week, which is Caduceus-themed, as we switch on over. Wonderful art done by Cersonality, or Cursonality. I'm uncertain on how to pronounce the name. Holy crap! But that is some, that is that some is spooky art. That is... That is horrifying. Yep. I would not want to have to have a nightmare of that. Uh, it's also a little bit like the face is kind of scary as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, know just, I know it's like Caduceus looking over it, but it's kind of like... Mm -hmm. Oh my god, the the teeth? Yeah. Ugh. It's great. I, I love the colors. Like, there's not a whole lot of colors, but oh, like that makes it even better. Yeah, they've created like so much depth with the darkness in yeah. the center. It looks like roiling chains. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can't. I, you can't stop me. No. <laughs> nope. oh. Um. It looks like chaos and hunger. And... Yep. We gotta stop it. We have to stop it. It must be stopped. I know it's not like a big brain theory that Therizun is behind it all, but I'm gonna write it till I die. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel the same. I feel the same. Therizun has to be in this somehow. Grotesque. Um, that's a real good word for it, Nelly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then we had a uh, Yasha's dream. Yeah. Sure. Um, some interesting stuff happening there. Uh, obviously giving Yasha a path to be able to not not only a path to be able to maybe use this weapon, but also just setting new goals for Yasha. Yeah. Yeah, which is excellent because I feel yeah. like for the longest time oh like since Rumble Cusp, since uh she broke the chains and was like given her wings, um we haven't heard from the storm lord yeah. we haven't seen kind of what he had in plan for her mm -hmm. the idea that he called her an avatar of the storm yeah that, is that was cool so cool that is so cool um and it kind of like plays into this idea that she is an unkillable celestial almost yeah. like because now with her rage and everything like it's really hard to kill yasha um but yeah, add into that like the Asimar background yeah. and kind of this celestial aspect of her her being. I could see her like I don't know, like I, I obviously want her to grow old with her, but like <laughs> I could see anything happening to Yasha and it's in a similar vein to like Champion of the Raven Queen, Champion yeah. of the Stormlord sort of mm -hmm. like um Ooh, so what if Yasha oh. pulls like a pulls a vax? I didn't want to say it out of it, but yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I could, uh, I could see the Stormlord like having use for her, and and maybe less in a kind of as 
not that Vax was crappy in how the Raven <laughs> used him, but it was it was sad as hell. Um, yeah. I could see the Stormlord being, um, I don't know, more. I don't know what I'm saying. I wanting her, saying wanting her to take like more an active role by his side, kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What if Yasha becomes Stormlord? There you go. That's our crazy theory. <laughs> I I still think that Jester is going to take the mantle of the Traveler at some point. I still think that's the end game for for Jester. Yeah. Um. But no. Yeah. That that's it's it's so cool to see that. Uh, the Stormlord is still there. They're still taking an interest in Yasha. They're still mm-hmm. pushing her to like uh better herself and become more and now that there's a holy avenger in the mix yeah i i'm not sure she's going to multi-class i don't think she's i don't gonna get yeah the i don't think so i think that's going to be the of you essentially gain the rights to it um mm-hmm. from your dt uh yeah that's that's really cool 100 <laughs> percent um but now we can go into your fan art because yeah. it is yasha related here we go transitioning over this beautiful piece of Yash art was done by at Bannerguard on Twitter. Yeah, so this is this is yeah, an older so. piece. This was like they did this about midway through last year, but it mm-hmm. was in the art reel for last night. I was like, holy crap! Yeah, um, the the skeletal so wings beautiful. breaking apart with the the ancestral ones coming through, the lightning yeah. striking through her. It is so cool. The the, the color scheme just. <laughs> You know, because, you know, we, we see Yasha with her, you know, black color scheme that she usually wears and stuff. But then when we see her in a setting like this, you know, surrounded by storms and lightning and stuff, her color scheme and her aesthetic suddenly makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, I just, I loved it. I thought it was so cool. I thought, I, I loved the lightning kind of breaking the skeletal wings yeah. apart. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, Garth. It is actually spelt that way, G A U R D. If you look it up for this person, I think it's meant to be pronounced Banner Guard, but it's Banner Gayer. Gayer, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to double. I, I, I like. I had to like triple check it, and I, I like copy pasted the, the the handle just to make sure I wasn't you know spelling it wrong. It took me a while to find it because I kept trying to search Banner Guard. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, it's yeah, that was really cool. Wonderful, wonderful art, and I am. Definitely excited to see what is in store for Yasha and her relationship with the Stormlord. I wonder if we'll ever figure out who, like, her parents are or, like, where she gets this ancestral blood from. I'm not sure if it's, like, necessary, though. Like, it's, Yeah, it's, it's probably not. I'd love to because it's, like, give me all the backstory, but I'm mm-hmm. not sure if it's, like, a pressing thing that needs to be resolved. No. It might it'll probably it'll if if it ever comes out it'll just be like information they discover through passing like just from yeah. yasha continuing on her, yeah. her whole her whole path yeah she could be she could be not again to be too closely related to vax but she could be what was that thing that vax was um uh it was like a it's like a feature they had where they were a chosen one <laughs> What's, I don't, chosen one is not the term. Does anyone remember what Vax was? Fate touched. Fate touched. Fate touched. Yeah. And what is what is what is the logistics of that? Like, what is that? What does that mean? This means they were like kind of predestined to be some kind of champion of a mm. god, or they were predestined gotcha. to have some divine aspect to them. So maybe maybe they were fate touched, and yeah, the storm. Oh, the stormlord could be her father. That might be a bit. Oh. <laughs> 
but yeah the storm mode could be like this is a fake touch i'm going to yeah chuck some celestial dna in her bigger <laughs> and gotcha. yeah yeah vax was spoilers for cambo one vax was also a revenant that was that was after the fact though i think he was always fake oh yeah yeah fake touch sounds dirty oh god <laughs> oh no anyways then we got our third and final oh, hello uh aram hello welcome um we got our third and final dream of the night fate tickled yep. yasha is fate tickled <laughs> and there it that, is that folks really <laughs> there it is that really got me that's amazing yb <laughs> my goodness Going going off of the hilarity of that into a quite depressing dream, a quite terrifying one. I Matt never Matt never ceases to amaze me with his what? just way of telling like just I was... beautifully painting a scene and the, the the voices he was using. Oh my god, terrifying. That was so off-putting like yeah like talk about how the characters and matt especially fully encompass the character that they're playing to the point where like you don't really see the actor anymore you see the character yeah. matt doing that made me like kind of repulsed me a bit too yeah like matt. i could watch him him like, him doing that and using those voices and describing the scene like yeah. i was transported I, I felt like i was in that dream as well because of how oh, well yeah. he was he was describing so it. Uncom so uncomfortable. Um God, it was good. That that talented man. I know. Oh. But But yeah. I we thought we were safe. We thought we were safe. We, we thought like, we were safe. Like, oh, I totally forgot about the eyes on Bo and Caleb. And yeah, also right. what Adam was talking earlier about how like how they were hiding the eyes and all that sort of mm -hmm. stuff. Which is totally valid. But this yeah. is this is terrifying this is because worse. so, at, so at the end of the dream, at the end of the dream, all of the eyes, all of the nine eyes appeared, but at the start of the dream, it was just the two. So when they wake up, are they just yeah. going to have two eyes now or be, are they going to have all of them? I, I think it's going to be all of them. I think it's like, I think it might be all of them as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, there's points in that like i went i rewatched that about like five times there's points in that where the voice changes mm. so so much like because it's mm -hmm. it's all that kind of whiskey but there's like two or three words that matt says that are so clear and so deep that like again i'm gonna say there i'm just like there is dude or or something else some like maybe it's just the co one collective voice that they all use yeah but like they'd be like saying like you know like dreams 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 and yeah. they'd be like like uh what do they say they said oh no i didn't write it down <laughs> but oh, no. like dreams make anything possible dreams make yeah. everything possible yep. and then like everything like yeah. a deep version yeah. of it um, no not good not good Real at not all. Good, guys. <laughs> I am the, scared. The because the last time it happened, 
when they had the first dream and they got the eyes, it played out with like you wake up, you discover the eyes on your shoulders. And I remember we were saying like for the longest time, like um <laughs> I remember saying for the longest time, like, uh, well what if uh they come back and they've got a level in warlock or what if it's like they've changed somehow but we knew that didn't necessarily happen straight away because we had mm-hmm. a bit more role play after the fact but um this was this was cut off this was cut off right when the nine eyes were there yeah. talking to them yeah we um, were we were left yeah, on a cliffhanger yeah andre's pointing something out that i don't think you want to hear but will this interrupt the date <laughs> i don't want to hear that I don't want to hear that, actually. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear it. And uh... That was my first thought as well. <laughs> because once it finished, and once like the episode ended, and they're all like, yeah, but we got plans for the date. I'm like, do they? Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, right? Like, what? Is it... <laughs> I, I, I feel like, I feel like they're, they're going to talk about it. There's going to be a conversation about it. But I feel like they are going to hold on to their... Uh, their plans to hang out in Nicodronus to do recently. Is someone else yeah. typing in chat? Is someone else? No, Dragon Age dropping just wrote some what stuff. They said. Oh, another finds another us, finds finder. the way home. Welcome, we dream with you. Dreams are the first step. We can make dreams of anything and everything together. Together. Yeah. That is <laughs> terribly off putting. Oh, God. I, yeah, I wasn't ready for it. I thought it was going to be like kind of everyone was going to have a dream and mm-hmm. everyone was going to be like um i thought it was going to be like a journey so far dream like yeah uh this is this is where you've come from this is your current goal this is the thing that's driving you but then mm-hmm. when i got to that i was like oh no not good real not good <laughs> yeah um not good but now now they need now they need the date because if they have well, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping. I think I said this in our Discord chat like a while ago. Like when it, when the eyes first came, I'm, it's not going to happen. But my absolute dream would be the next episode starts and Liam and Marisha are on at the table. Ah! <laughs> like, oh! uh, I want that to be the case because that would be amazing if they like like they're there they're there for like the intro like when they do the ads and stuff but then when the episode starts like after the the intro reel they're just not there it's almost like like imagine if they are just npcs and the party need to do something to save them or to bring them back or to (laughs) i know i know it's probably not going to happen i I don't think that's going to happen that would be probably not but it's cool to imagine that would interrupt the date, Andrea, yes. Oh, no. Um, no, that would be... Oh, my God. Yeah, that's my dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would, that would rob them of their agency. But, again, like, I feel like they're that's all so comfortable with each that. other. And, they've, yeah. and if anything like that would happen it was it would be a conversation that they would have outside of the game Absolutely. so which means if it if it if something like that did happen they would be okay with it since they would have yeah. they had that conversation yeah that, that's why i'm not too worried about that something so. you you bring up with your players beforehand yeah um yeah but this is bad news bears like not good <laughs> i think, I, think I remember the, the last time it happened i'll say like 
I was trying to sum it up and I was like, this is not good. <laughs> this is yeah. very not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Caleb did have the dream as well, Flubberjub. Yes. Yeah, it was a, it was a collective. Amazing name, Flubberjub. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was both both uh, Caleb and Bo. Oh! So what now? What are our crazy crackpot tinfoil hat theories i i can't i can't i can't we can't come up with any anymore what if like okay say that doesn't happen say they're at the table what if they are corrupted though or what if they are not necessarily corrupted what if they are compromised to the point where the minds of some novum know where the crest is they know Mm -hmm. what they're playing they know what they're doing what if they're connected to lucian because they say that lucian's the nonagon but he's Mm -hmm. only the nonagon i think because he's made this connection with some novum they've made the exact same connection Mm -hmm. sure he's maybe he's more of a zealot and he's done it for longer but they seem to get the exact same well we don't really know i guess but yeah they're being welcomed in like he Mm -hmm. was and he was very much because when they okay when they read the book it was like it drew them in they wanted yeah. to know more mm-hmm. and lucian has bought into that he's very much like i want to find where this goes i want to meet these people i think they have the power i think we could do good things he seems to have a very uh positive not necessarily positive but he is on board for bringing them back obviously yeah. mm-hmm Caleb and Bo, with one tattoo, were like, no, we're still got our right senses mm-hmm. about us. What if they start to buy into it? Yeah. What if, like, they start to try to convince the rest of the mind not to go with them? What if they leave and go, oh. that's, that's their fucking teleporter, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. They do have perspective, Adam. That's a really good point, but it's whether or not they can fight against that. Because um, mm-hmm. at this point, like, starting when they wake up, Matt just might be having them roll like wisdom saving throws like every time they wake up or like go to bed. Oh my god. Nelly Nell Nell, Vess had them, but they seem to think that Vess drew them on herself. <laughs> yeah, she was a poser. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't a real fake. emo. Too. Yeah, fake fan. <laughs> fake fan? <laughs> yeah. Fake nonagon. Yeah. There's an, there an imposter among us. Lucian, Lucian, um, he like gatekeeps the nonagon a bit. Like he should be more open. Anyway, yeah. He's a yeah. Um, <laughs> oh really? You think you're the nonagon? Name three of the eye powers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. I'll yeah. wait. Yeah, Vess had the book, but it seems like they never reached out to Vess. That's the thing. Like I, I think Vess didn't necessarily have the connection. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know yeah. about Vess. Yeah. Vess, Vess was we just don't taken know. too soon. Taken too <laughs> soon. Well, there's one less service assembly member they need to worry yeah, about. Yeah, true. true. So thank you, Lucian, for taking care of that. Yeah, I mean, kind of like what you were saying with Lucian and stuff, like, he's he's, he's probably going to feel threatened if he ever... Well, but that's the thing. We don't know if he knows. <laughs> yeah, because we don't know if he knows. But at the same time, ah, we don't know. Again, it's like after the, after the end of every episode, it's like we just we don't know. It would kind of suck if we knew all the answers. That yeah, I know, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> this just <laughs> in, like Matt, give us all the answers. <laughs> yeah. Oh Hold on, I'm, I'm getting a I'm getting a live a live feed from Critical Role headquarters. 
Yeah. It's Theros Dune. Yeah. It all comes back to Theros Dune. But do we do we have any other last minute thoughts, feelings, emotions, questions, concerns? Oh. I mean, limitless always. Uh, I am I'm scared. What? How? how chat. How are how are y'all feeling? How, how Let's, are you? Chad? Yeah. Quick quick checkup on 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 everyone. How's every how is everyone feeling? Just on a scale from one to ten, in a couple words, how are you feeling? Yeah. Man is being that's interviewed by Phil DeFranco today. Ooh, that's, I'm cool. not, that's not live though. Is it? Uh, the the belief. I think that's they record oh, and then they present it because I quite like Phil DeFranco. Um, I think that's gonna be a good one. <laughs> Spelling yeah. check. It's fine, Andre. We're all there. Nervous. Podcast. Nana good. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> that's really good that is good <laughs> oh my god seven degrees outside yikes yeah it's pretty cold here as well yep that's that is yeah i'm feeling that as well solid eight yeah out of like a hundred it was a solid eight <laughs> just chilling I haven't seen last two weeks, so I'm pretty chill. I am envious of your ignorance, Alex. Oh, oh gosh. What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry. We just spoiled everything for you. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same yeah. time, what are you doing, man? Oh, oh gosh. Yeah, you know, they're in there. I mean, they're going to be in Nicodronus again soon. But yeah, being in Rexington was kind of sketch because, you know, Bess is dead. So. They're probably gonna be wondering, like, "Hey, where's Bess? Like, you guys traveled with her." So that, yeah, it's another thing we have to worry about. <sighs> yeah. We need a beach episode. We need. We need a beach, need a beach episode. We what? said that last week, but now that they're actually gonna be going to Nicodronus again, they just need. They just, please give us a date. Give us the beach. Yeah. Give us shopping, yes, Lynn. Give us a shopping episode. <laughs> we almost had it in Imon. <laughs> yeah, I would have been fine with an Imon. In a Mon mini arc. Ooh, that's something we didn't talk about. Them going to Astrid. Ooh, or, uh, yeah. Oh, we we kind of talked about that last week because they they brought it up last week as well. Um, and how it's like, oh, I don't really know if that's a good idea or not. And, and the fact of whether or not they should go there, like go knock on the door, or if they should yeah. arrange a meeting somewhere else. Oh yeah. Like. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I think they should probably try to arrange it privately. Because if Trent know, if I mean Trent probably knows they're back. He's got eyes everywhere. Um, yeah. But I'm just worried about Trent being like, "So, how's Vest doing?" Because he probably already like knows she's dead. Like. Yeah, I imagine she hasn't been checking in. <laughs> yeah. Well, she hasn't been. <laughs> yeah. We know yeah. She hasn't been. Um. And. Ludinus's dude. Wait, no, was it? Who was the who was the dead person in the crash site? Was that Vess's person? I think that was one of Ludinus. No, Ludinus's was Vence. Vence. But that was a while ago. I think this. I think maybe this was a new one, or maybe like just another, yeah, like annex or something. Was, maybe not their annex. Yeah, it was definitely someone's annex. It was. We know stuff. <laughs> Look at us. I was. We just are. About how, like, it, okay. Know. Yeah. It was Ludinus's. That's what I thought. Okay. Wow. He's dropping Annex. Yeah. He's... Like. Sheesh. 
wonder if it's cursed. Yes. That position, that the position is cursed. Up. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like how Snape put a curse on the defense against the Dark Arts position yeah. at Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm late. Did we talk about Raisei's art? Uh, no. Did Raisei have some art? Oh, I think Kiralee might have sent it in our chat. Oh, I have not checked Discord in a know, bit. If you don't if you don't know the wonderful Rise Arts, Rise is our character artist on Hit Dice Heroes and also just an incredible critter artist. Oh, yeah. So you should definitely go check out Rise's art of Bo and Dairon. Um, yeah. Real cool. That's some good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, gosh. But I suppose if we don't have any, any other thoughts, we can go ahead and, oh, gosh, reluctantly wrap up. Oh, <laughs> I'm so terrified. I am absolutely terrified. But we're all here. We are all here together, and we are going to get through this together sure. no matter what happens. No matter what. We will make it through this. God. <sighs> Begin the manifesting. The <laughs> Begin the manifesting. Manifesting begins yeah, now. We need another pop-up speech, Nika. Do you have something ready to go? Uh, not, not at the moment. I'm still... I gotta recharge. My social battery needs like a month to recharge after that one. Um, no, but that was that was good fun. That was good fun. I'll have I'll have something else prepared for for next week. Nice. Um, but with all that being said, uh, no Hitchhikes Heroes is next weekend, correct? Yes. 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 Which gives you plenty of time to catch up on the most recent episodes. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, we're getting into we're getting into some we're getting into the thick of things. Mm -hmm. These are, are starting to get a little intense. I'm currently working on my uh, my crime system of the city. Oh, yeah. You guys, it's, it's getting yeah, we're uh, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna come back to bite us. It's it's not looking good. Strike two. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We, and next next week we're gonna get strike three. I, I already know. I already. <laughs> know. You're just gonna go up and punch God. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness, yeah. but thank you all so much as always for joining us for this conversation everyone who's live watching in chat and everyone who's going to be watching this on youtube spotify anchor wherever this podcast may find itself we appreciate you all so much for joining us on this very long journey and it's just awesome that we get to experience these episodes and critical role and stuff with you guys you know we're we're actively talking about it and it's just like ah. Oh. Like, I feel like we're just, like, a, a nice, close-knit friend group where we can just gush about yeah. about the episode. Um, we, we said that. We said that before you started this podcast. Like, yeah. we would watch Critical Role and just have no one to talk to it. Yep. Talk to you about it. Yeah. So, this is a godsend, this podcast. Yeah, and it's, like, it makes, it makes watching the show even more exciting. Because, like, when something yeah. big happens, I'm like, oh, my, I can't wait to talk about this with everyone else. Like, it's going to be so much yeah. fun unpacking the things that have happened um yeah. so so thankful for all of you guys here that have supported it um this past this past year and continue to watch and talk with us it's it's awesome um so thank you all very much i hope you all as always have an absolutely wonderful rest of your day evening morning wherever you may be on this wonderful earth and we will see you all next week goodbye everyone Bye, guys.